What's up, Sheepdog Nation? What's going on? Welcome to another episode, episode 13 actually, of Sheepdog Nation uh, with your host, Autumn Clifford. I'm really excited for you to be here. I'm excited for this um, episode. I have some really good information that I wish somebody would have talked to me about when I was on the road. So this is a really good uh, episode for my police officers out there. So at this time, I just want to remind you that if you do not have headphones on, if you are in a public place, um, or if swearing offends you, then you're going to want to turn this down or shut it off because I'm about to bring the heat like I always do. If you're brand new to me, I want to welcome you. My name is Autumn Clifford, and I am a former police officer. I had to medically retire at a very young age. It sucks, but here's the thing. I could sit around and waste my days around crying, whining, and being a fucking joke, or what I could do, which is what I am doing, is I can take my knowledge and experience from what I had on the road and what I continue to gain um, from being a uh, police spouse. My fiance is a state trooper. Um, and I'm putting it to good use by helping you because guess what? There is not enough of that shit out there. Can I get an amen on that? You know what I'm saying? Fucking not enough people are back in the blue. Um, and so anyways, I've started my own movement, um, and you are a part of it right now by listening. Do me a favor. If you like this episode, please, please go share it out. Number one, go share this fucking thing out. Even if you just go send it to somebody, just go send it to another cop. I don't care. Send it to a spouse, send it to anybody who will listen. And, um, and the second thing is, is if you're listening to this on iTunes, or I don't even know. So you're going to have to forgive me because I don't I don't have Spotify or Stitcher if that's how you're listening to this. And I don't know how you could leave me a comment or a rating. But I do know that if you are on iTunes, you could leave me a comment or a rating and that would be amazing. Um, again, I don't ask for much, but that is the one thing. Um, and also, if this uh, episode has inspired you or any episode really, if this podcast has inspired you, let me know. I want to hear about it. Come onto my Instagram. Um, I always am posting. Go post underneath the post. There'll be a post that comes up um, that I'll be putting up about this podcast. Come underneath it and let me know you listen to it. Let me know that you like it. Um, okay, so what we're going to talk about, I just want to dive on in. What it is that we are going to be talking about is the um, is negativity, right? And And here's the deal. It is so easy for us to get sucked in, right? There are negative mindsets, right? We, we get those, we develop those, especially when you're a rookie, like you see it. In what they call it, they call it the saltiness. Everyone calls it the, you know, the, all the salty, don't be, don't be a salty, um, you know, don't be a salty veteran or don't be a salty officer, right? Like we all have heard it. And here's the deal with that is it's true. And there's been books written on it. There's a very good book that if you haven't gotten, if you haven't read it, I don't know why. Every single officer I fully believe needs to read it. And no, I'm not getting any money by telling you this. It's the emotional emotional survival and law enforcement. Go, I, I can't think of the um, author off the top of my head, but just go Amazon it. You'll have it. It's like six bucks or 10 bucks or something. And it, it honestly was the best read I ever could have read. And to be honest with you, um, Adam and I read it more than once. <laughs> like we read it like yearly just because it really just talks about the truth um, about law enforcement and the emotional roller coaster that we go through and stuff like that. And and if you followed me for any period of time, then you know that I am a huge advocate of the police. Like I'm going to tell you guys right now. So I am halfway done my master's in um, criminal justice 
because I wanted to be able to um, go and teach at the college level and be a professor. And um, because I want to bring the fucking heat there too, you know, anything that I can do to back the blue, I'm all about it. And so it's kind of interesting because I take college classes, right? And I'm taking these master's classes and I do, I'm, I'm always pro police. Like I just am. And am I biased? Sure. Maybe, (laughs) but I'm very, very, very pro police. And so when we have like, I take these different classes and when like the situations like, and they'll kind of start shitting on the police or they'll like kind of insinuate that you should kind of like a police officer made a mistake and listen, do we make mistakes as cops? Fuck yes. But are we human? Yes, we are. Just like those doctors, lawyers, fucking pastors, priests, you know, fucking teachers, everybody makes mistakes, including police officers, except everyone loves to just hang us for it first. Right. Okay. There's my little rant. But anyways, it's, it's really funny because like the professors and stuff like want me to not like, they're like, I I don't understand how you see it this way. And I'm like, wow. And then I just go right into it. And I'm like, well, fucking you've obviously it's been a while since you've been on the road because let me just tell you about how it is on the road and da 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 and, and they've been really cool. Like they might dock me a couple of points, but like they're, they're pretty cool. Cause I can articulate and back it up, but it's quite funny because like, meanwhile, like, I don't know, 95% of the class is like, oh yeah, that police officer made a mistake. I'm like, no, actually I don't think so. <laughs> so it's kind of funny anyways. So I am very, very, very pro police. And I want you to know that. And, and so I also want you to know, like, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you some truths, but that doesn't mean I'm against cops, right? I'm obviously right here and I'm obviously fucking, I care. And I'm doing this for a reason because I don't want you to get sucked into this negativity, this negative fucking cycle. And it's so easy. I've seen my fiance get sucked into it. I have gotten sucked into it time and time and time again, and you've got to not. Okay. So anytime you feel yourself slipping, come and listen to me, any of my podcasts, but specifically this one, And let's get your ass out of it. Okay. So here's the thing is, you know, we as police officers, we freaking deal with the most negative three to 5% um, of the population, right? Like we freaking, nobody wants to deal with the people we're dealing with and they're negative and they're, and they're assholes. A lot of, a lot of them, a lot of people are assholes. Okay. The people that they don't like us, right? Cause we're going to bring them to jail or we're going to lay down the law. And a lot of people don't like that. And so it's very easy to get negative, right? It's very easy to, you know, get really down in the dumps and just, you know, you kind of develop this like really disgusting sense of humor. And like, I never understood that. I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't like I, I have definitely a different sense of humor than like a civilian. Right. But I don't, I, even though I know right now you're going to autumn, it's a defense tactic. Yeah. Well, it's bullshit because you know what? I know on the road, like you're, you shouldn't feel certain things because it's going to take away from you as a police officer. And I get it, but like that disgusting sense of humor, like, you know, standing over a dead body and fucking cracking jokes and stuff, you guys, come on now, like, come on, like, let's have a little respect, right? That used to drive me fucking insane is like my supervisors would sit there and like, they'd all crack jokes. And I know it's kind of like you have, like people like have to, to like try to deal with it. But, like, make sure the joke, like, is, like, really light and, like, not about the fucking dead person. Make it about the cat that's, like, watching or something. You know what I mean? Like, 
just really pay attention because that is a really bad cycle and it's dangerous. It's dangerous. And so let me just talk to you about the cycle a little bit. So we have our negative mindset. We and and you don't come in, right? You're a rookie and you're not negative. Like you're fucking pumped. You come in, you're like, yeah, I'm fucking Superman. You go out and what do they say? You know, you got all the most high-tech tools. You got the right in the rain pens and the right in the rain notebooks. And I'm gonna be honest, I fucking had those. <laughs> and you know, and you got all, you know, you got your gears all shined up and your a nice fresh pressed fucking uniform, right? And fucking, you got your pins, they're all fucking shined right up. Everything's great. You get out there and you're like, yes, this is fucking awesome. My God, this is great. And here I am, blah, blah, blah. And you're doing it. And, you know, but your FTO is definitely a little salty. Okay. He, he or she's not so fucking, they're not, they're not like that pumped up, right? They're like, shut the fuck up. Like I need to teach you <laughs> and I'm going to teach you. And some, some FTOs aren't like that, but some are, right? Some FTOs have been on the road for fucking 15 years and they're kind of pissed off that they've been on the road for 15 years and like, they don't mean to take it out on you, but they're so caught up in like their own shit and like why they haven't gotten promoted and how this agency is a piece of shit and blah, blah, blah. Like they kind of take it out on you. Like they don't mean to, but their attitude is just negative. And so you know, they're not the only ones. FTOs aren't the only ones. Then you go into the patrol room, right? Break room. Everybody's eating chow or whatever. Fucking, and you got those, you know, rods, right? Retired on duty on day shift. And it's like, fuck my life. You can't tell them nothing. They know everything. Like, that's it. And fucking, they do not shine their boots. Fuck, the last time they shined their boots was 30 years ago, you know? And fucking, they do not press that damn uniform. Hell, you are lucky if it smells good. We are lucky if they fucking wash that damn thing, right? And, and all they have a bitch about is the upstairs. Oh, let's fuck this place, this fucking place. But yet they're still, they're still employed, right? And that's something that is a whole nother fucking day for me. And I will go on that ramp. I know you know what I'm talking about. And here's the thing. I know you might've been there. I have fallen into that trap of pulling up car to car and just fucking bitching with my buddies. Fuck this place, this fucking place. I'll fuck, you know, um, but what I'm teaching you, I'm not making you wrong. What I'm teaching you here is not to fucking do it. Okay. Because I'm going to tell you why. So here we go. We got this guy, right? And so as a rookie, you're around all these people more negative than positive. And the people that are positive, the negative guys, the veterans are going to shit on and fucking and whatever. And so what happens? Well, after a couple of years, you know, you get jammed up for something stupid because your fucking supervisors are fucking, they're sucked right into that negative fucking mindset. And they're pissed off because who even knows why, but they are pissed. And maybe your sergeant's pissed that he's still a road sergeant. His wife's pissed because he's never home. He never gets to see his fucking kids. He's got to work overtime and there's no lieutenant or, you know, any position that's going to be taking him off the road anytime soon. And fuck, he's been a cop for 15 to 20 years and he's ready to be done, you know? And so it it just kind of all goes downhill. It really kind of depends on like you know, the mindset of the police agency is really going to depend on what the top is doing because it really trickles from the top down. And I think a lot of fucking chiefs forget this and deputy chiefs, some don't, but some do forget this. And, and it really, you know, everybody's mindset kind of gets worse, like as it trickles down, if there's a really bad upstairs, but it doesn't have to just mean if there's a really good upstairs, there still could be really negative minds. And, you know, why? I mean, we'll think about it. Okay. And I've, I've talked about this prior, but like statistically, right. What have I told you? We become like the five people that we spend most of our time with. We just adopt those traits. We start talking like, them. you know, you've been around like, you know, you ever been around like your buddy, uh, especially for you guys and girls who've been in the military, right? Like you go and 
and you you meet your this person and you fucking you guys hit it off great and your person's got like a southern draw right and you don't you're from fucking ohio but fucking you know he or she's from like tennessee or like texas and they got this thick southern fucking draw and next thing you know within three months you don't even know why but you're just fucking talking like them right well, that's, that's exactly what happens. Like, it's just you, the these people that you surround yourself with, it just all fucking, you know, just kind of, you, you just pick up their traits and you, and so that's what happens. And that's how like we get negative. Right. And so for hanging out with all these negative people, we are arresting people, you know, we have to deal with dead bodies. We have to deal with people on their worst days. Right. So that's all really negative shit. Right. I mean, if we've seen a DV fucking happen, we've seen a hundred thousand of them and, and, while they do change, a lot of them are the same. Someone's fucking pissed and the other one's sad or even sad, hurt or pissed. And, you know, it's just not good, right? It's just, it, it's not good. And so, um, you know, we, we go through that and we're around that all the time. And so what happens is we kind of become like that. And it starts like this. I'm not going to shine my fucking boots. Not every week. I'll do every other week. All right. I'm not pressing that fucking uniform and I'm not going above and beyond I'm not going above and beyond. Like they can fucking write their, here's their fucking ticket. They can shut the fuck up. Right. Or, you know, just, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go, I'm not going out and stopping a bunch of cars today. I'm fucking tired. I'm going to fucking do what I have to do. I'm going to be here. I'm going to take calls. And that is absolutely it. And, um, you know, and it starts with small things like that. Like, yes, you're going to have your days where you're fucking smoked. Right. Like, obviously I'm not shitting on you for that. Life happens. But if, the majority of your shifts become you going, I'm not fucking, fuck, I'm not stopping cars tonight. I'm fucking, I'm just gonna take my calls and do a couple, you know, property checks, whatever. And that's good. That's good. That's it. That's all I need to do. Uh, you know, you're, you're really going down the slippery slope here. And I'm not saying, now listen, I am not saying that like if your agency, like let's say you work for a very political agency and sometimes it comes from the top down. Don't go stop and ticket all these fucking cars right now because I need to get reelected. You know what I'm saying? And so if that fucking happens, like I'm not, that doesn't mean you have a negative mindset, right? Like, don't get that twisted. But I'm just saying if on your own, everything's great fucking, but you're like, yeah, fuck this. I'm not stopping cars unless I have to. I'm not, I'm not working overtime unless they call me um, or be, unless I absolutely have to. Like if you got to order me in and then I'll work the overtime. And I'm not saying overtime on your days off. Like I, I'm a huge advocate of whatever your days off are, keep those fucking days off. Especially if you work a four and two, five and two, six and two, seven and two, which are all dumb schedules. But if you work any of those, keep those two motherfucking days off because you need them. I used to work, and you can ask anybody, I used to work 16, 18 hour days, sometimes 20 hour days, and on the days that I would work. But when it came to my days off, you can ask anybody, I was not fucking signing up. It didn't matter. Nope. They'd have to order me in, <laughs> but if it was my day off, it was my day off. And that's really going to help you stay positive and not negative because you need that time to decompress. You need that time to come home and like not be a cop and not be around all that negative stuff. Okay. And so y- you really start going down that slippery slope, right? Of, um, negativity. And then it just kind of piles on. And then, then what happens is your buddies start talking shit. You get fucked over. You get jammed up fucking, you know, one and two might be up your ass about something. They don't like the way that you did something. So now you feel like they're just, you know, they are just watching you. You have become the person of interest, which now that I've stepped 
out of law enforcement. It, it really isn't like that, even though we become like, we think that like they're always out to get us. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't happen and I'm not saying there's not certain situations, but I'm going to tell you the majority of the time that I thought that my chief or deputy chief was out to fucking get me, they really weren't. Um, they were just, you know, they had to fucking whatever. They made a dumb decision. I thought it was a dumb decision. Um, you know, obviously, and they fucking, I got wrote up or I got spoken to about shit that I got in agree with, but then they were a lot of times they just were over it. They let it go. It is what it is. Um, well, meanwhile, I was the one that just kind of prolonged it. And so just kind of be aware of that. But, you know, so you start pulling up car to car with the boys or the girls and you start fucking, you know, like I just got done saying, fuck this place. Fucking she's ready to jam me up. Oh, Sarge is being a fucking asshole tonight. Like what the fuck's his deal? I'm not fucking doing anything for him. He, you know, and then what happens? Well, nobody wants to hang out anymore. Why? Well, because fucking this officer's pissed off of that sergeant. Fucking word got back to the corporal that fucking Bobby doesn't like the sergeant. Now fucking, you know, Bobby and the sergeant can't be fucking hanging out together. And now the corporal's taking the sergeant's side. And so fucking the corporal's not hanging out with the with the guys who are going to be on patrol. And then you got one guy who's kissing everyone's ass. And so he's definitely not, he wants to get promoted. So he's not hanging out with the patrolman, right? He's definitely going to go hang out with the corporal and sergeant and blah, blah, blah. And then what happens? Well, there's a fucking, there's a divide in that. And then we stay pissed off. And we just, every fucking thing that, you know, that goody two shoes officer who's got, you know, who's underneath the fucking sergeant's desk all the time. Well, fucking that's it. He's a motherfucker. Fuck that guy. And, um, you know, and then you're going to hang out with, with your boys or your girls on patrol until somebody gets fucking promoted. And it's like, ah, oh, well, should have been me. Right. <laughs> and like, so, you know, you just go through and I've just seen it time and time and time and time again. And like, this just happens. And I've been there and here's, I just want to give you some advice fucking realize it. Okay. All right. Sheepdogs like realize that shit. L- re-listen to everything I'm telling you and like be like, and take a really good, solid fucking hard look at yourself in the mirror and be like, am I doing this? Fuck I'm doing this, you know? And I'll tell you right now, your spouse will be able to tell you if you're doing this and your fucking partner will be able to tell you if you're doing it too. Like your patrol partner, if you don't have a spouse and like really fucking be like shit. And in the first thing you need to do, like I said, is realize it. And the second thing is you need to really focus on your mindset. You need to kind of get back into why the hell did you get in this job? Why did you pick this agency? Why do you love certain parts of the job? Okay, so you like interdiction work. Fucking do interdiction work, okay? And you're going to probably have to, you know, when you're doing interdiction work, you're stopping a ton of cars, right? Well, you're going to have to write some fucking tickets. That's going to make the upstairs happy. Bada bing, bada boom. That's done and you're fucking happy, okay? And you're working interdiction work. And guess what? You know what comes from there? You start making connections with other agencies. You start, you know, getting good bus and you start making your agency look good. And hey, guess what? That money, that fuck, the cars that you're seizing, all the shit that you're seizing, everything that you're doing really starts looking good and everyone starts paying attention to you. And, you know, and so there's a lot of positive that comes until this happens. Nobody's giving me any recognition. No one gives a fuck about what I'm doing. Can you believe this shit? Like I just fuck, I just seized hundred grams of fucking cocaine and no one gives a fuck. No one gives a shit. I just seized thousand dollars and no one gives a fuck or, you know, $10,000. Nobody cares. My fucking chief, they don't like me. This fucking agency, fuck this place. Right. But we need to watch that because you know what? Are you doing what you're doing to go get a pat on your ass? 
Or are you doing what you're doing because you fucking love it? That's the question, my friends. Why the fuck are you doing what you're doing? I'm going to tell you. I did some stuff. You know, I'd go out. I wasn't a big speed person. That was not something I never wrote anybody if I didn't have to. Sometimes I had to, you know what I mean? But that wasn't my thing. Other guys, they love that shit. I got fucking guys who, you know, the veterans or whatever, even these rookies, they go out and fucking, oh, you're going 10 miles and over, fucking ticket, ticket, ticket. No, not me. That never was me. You know what I mean? But sometimes I had to go do it and, and then nobody would give a fuck, right? Like nobody cared. I'm like, Sarge, like what the fuck? Like, you know, I don't like stopping cars and I just fucking stopped and like wrote like all these tickets and like, you don't care. And he's like, no, I don't fucking care. Like what? You know, and, and that put a bad taste in my mouth. He's like, okay, yeah, good job, but fucking, I don't care. You know what I mean? And I'm like, fuck. But then I had to really take a step back and be like, okay, like, why did I do it? Did I do it for, you know, because I wanted people to pay attention to me for a good pat on the ass? Or did I do it because I really wanted to do it? Okay. And you really, that is the question. You need to find the answer. And once you figure out the answer, you're going to be a lot more happier because I, I have an idea that if you've been pissed off, you're feeling quite negative then you're just going to have to tweak a little bit. Focus on what you love to do as much as you can. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes, you know, we got to go call to call to call. If you work for a busy agency, then you got to do that. You know what I mean? But honestly, like if you're going call to call to call and you work for that agency and you've been there for a while, you know that's how the agency is. And so like you're going to want to maybe, if, if you like doing more like interdiction or, you know, uh, under the influence or tickets, or if you like doing more of that stuff, then you're going to either have to sign up for details or what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to, you know, pick a different schedule, right? Like midnights, <laughs> work evenings, that's going to be the busiest days, you know, pretty damn busy too. But you know, overnights tend to not be as busy, depending on where you work, you know, but um, anyways, and so you're going to want to be like, picking your schedule. And so you want to be focusing on like what makes you happy. That's, that's huge. And, and now that you and I've had this conversation, you know, cause we're buds and shit, pay attention. I want you to pay attention, pay attention to the guys and the girls in the patrol room. See who's got a negative attitude. You already know, you already know, because you know who you like to be around and you know who, when you're bringing, like, when you're around them, they just fucking bring you down. You know, exactly. You don't want to be that person. Don't be the person that you just bring fucking people down. You know what I'm saying? Um, You also, the next thing I want you to focus on is I want you to be focusing on becoming secure in who you are as a police officer in your work. And I've got to tell you, nobody ever fucking told me this shit. Nobody. And so you're welcome because here's the thing, you guys, is that as soon as you become secure in who you are as an officer, you just don't give a shit. You're like, yeah, okay, so what? You don't like the way that I fucking handle that call? Sorry, Sarge, let me fix it. And you fix it and you don't, you don't, you're not like, okay, like I'm a, oh my gosh, I'm the worst cop there ever was. Like my work, like I, my work sucks. Like I'm just never good at it. No, like you take constructive criticism, you apply it, you become better and you move on. Like you know that you, you have your strengths. Like you need to know what your strengths are, know where your weaknesses are, but focus on your strengths and make your strengths fucking amazing. That's what you need to do. Old school mindsets, focus on your fucking weaknesses and make them better. Fuck that. Obviously, you need to like make them like obviously so that you're not getting your ass in trouble, right? Like, you know, especially legally. But make sure you're up to par, but work on your strengths. Put everything you have into what you're fucking good at. And you will be amazed at the results. And you're also going to be amazed at how much happier you are. Because I don't know about you, but like for me, I am not a writer. 
I have written some articles. Maybe you've read them. Maybe you haven't. They're in the Law Enforcement Times magazine. But I'm not a writer. So for me to sit down and try to fucking write a blog, I'm not doing that. But you know what I'm good at? I'm good on video and I'm good at audio. So I'm going to talk to your ass. And that's why I started a podcast. Okay. Just to give you like a little like parallel there is like, I'm just take, I'm just going all in on what I'm good at. So you go all in on what you're good at, especially in the job. And you're going to see how happy you are. I, I mean, I'd be fucking miserable if I tried to fucking f- for a good month anyways, I'm trying to fucking put a blog out because I'd have to write every day and I don't know what to write. And, and I'll tell you right now, I am no grammar police. <laughs> and so, you know, fuck that. I ain't got time for that. And so that's what you need to be focused on too, what you're good at. Okay. And, um, and yeah, I don't want you to be worried so much about what the coworkers are saying about your work and what they say about you. You know, that that's a slippery slope too. And that will bring, that'll set your, you know, your mindset into a negative downward spiral if you let it. And that's what we don't want to happen. Okay. Uh, but the more secure you are in who you are in as a cop and your work, you won't care. You know what I mean? And especially as a cop, like people are going to smoke and joke all the time. Like they do. That's, that's what cops do. They're going to bust your ovaries or they're going to bust your balls. It doesn't matter. And fucking, that's just the way it is. You know, you got to learn to develop some thick skin, but once you become secure in your work, you're like, oh, they can fucking bust my balls all they, all they want. Like, fuck them. Like I know what I do is good. You know what I mean? Cause a lot of times they're just fucking giving you shit. But like when you're not like super secure in it, you forget that. And you like, take it way to heart. You know, we don't, we don't want that. All right. And, um, and here's the thing. Here's the last point I want to make about this. Okay. Is that you have the ability to flip this. Like you have the ability to not stay negative. So how do we do that? Well, we do things that we like. Okay. So it starts right at work and we, and we start taking pride in who we are and how we show up and how we present ourselves. You know, and we don't let the number ones and number twos and our sergeants, like we don't let them get to fucking dictate how much we love or not love our jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm a little tired of that. Um, I, I let that happen to me, um, some different times, you know, I become frustrated and my, I'd, my, I'd hate, I'd hate my job because of my sergeant. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I just gave that motherfucker all the power. Fuck that. I love this job and you can jam me up, but I still love what I do. And I love this job and you're not taking that away from me. Okay. And so if you want to be a stubborn asshole, which I know that you are, if you're a cop, then do it that way. Let that be how you're stubborn. Don't let anybody take away how you feel about the job and what lights you up and what makes you happy. Okay. So it's really about taking your power back and, and, you know, doing the things that you like and making sure that you have hobbies outside of the job, you know, that are outside of shining the gear and out and outside of just shooting your guns. You know what I mean? And you, you really got to go take your mind off things and, and really get yourself into a good place. Like I know for, um, my fiance, he, what he loves to do is we have a tractor and like, we have a ton of yard work because we bought a fixer upper house and, um, that's what he does. He's like, all right. Or we go on our boat. We have a boat and we just go on the boat because there's nothing about cops when it comes to going on a boat. And there's nothing about fucking being a cop when it comes to fixing up our fucking yard with a tractor. You kind of see what I'm saying there? So is it completely out of the realm of being a cop? You know, as a girl, it's a little different. I go get my fucking hair done, go get my nails done, go get a massage, do the girl thing. I'm not fucking thinking about being a cop. You know what I mean? I'm thinking about being a woman. I'm thinking about being a girl. 
you know, go shopping and get pretty clothes and put those pretty clothes on because as a fucking girl, you never get to be pretty when you're a cop. And so like, that's a really big thing. And that's really going to help you stay positive, you know, making plans, taking the vacations, not getting yourself, you know, strapped financially. Don't fucking do that shit. And, um, you know, that's going to help you survive. It's going to help you stay positive. And now it's work. I want you to know it's work every day. It's work. And you know what you could do? I'm going to give you, this is like a little bit of spiritual. So if you're not spiritual, don't do this. But like a little kind of spiritual stuff is, and I'm going to tell you, I used to do it on my cruiser because I'd get so fucking mad. I'd have to, I'd have to go someplace and I'd do it right in my cruiser as I'd take out my notebook and I'd write down 50 things that I'm positive, like that are, I'm thankful for. And within 10 minutes, you guys, my fucking mind was, I was in a good spot. And so this became become a practice that you can do every day before you go to bed. Every day when you wake up, I highly suggest when you wake up, you just continue positivity right when you wake up. If you are fucking really mad and you need to go cool off and you're at a safe, parked in a safe place, you know, I used to park at the FD <laughs> because I knew I was safe there and um, back up and I just take 10 minutes and just kind of, I need to cool off, you know? And so that is, that's a really good, that's a really good little hint there. Um, really, you know, focusing on listening to positive things while everybody else is listening to music. I was listening to Tony Robbins. I was listening to, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk who helps build businesses. I was listening to, I don't even know who else, some spiritual people. Cause I'm into the spiritual woo woo shit. And so, um, and I would listen to all that and it would really help me with my mindset. You know, the guys would pull up next to me and they'd be listening to fucking ACDC. I'm over here listening to Tony Robbins. I'm like, listen, get out of my airspace. <laughs> Cause I'm, fucking listening to something that's good for my head. That's where I want you to get. I want you to get, and I'll tell you why, is because what happens is the other officers that like we work with, they don't mean to take you down. Like they don't mean to like, like spew negativity on you. But, but what happens, right, is it, it kind of is like the pack mentality. Like, kind of like I talked to you about earlier about how like you'll pick up that Southern drawl. Well, the officers that you work with, they become your friends and they just want you to come with them. So they're like, Autumn, don't you think that fucking so-and-so's an asshole? Oh, I can't fucking, can you believe what he fucking did? And it's like, fuck, man. Like, they don't even realize they're putting you in a position. And you, I know you've done this. Hell, I've done this. I've sat right there fucking, hey, fucking so-and-so. I'm fucking pissed about this. Can you believe this shit happened? Oh my God, I can't believe that. And on and on and on and on and I go. And what does it do to the person? Gets you all fucking negative, right? You get all spun up and you get involved and and you get all spun up instead of talking about positive things. You know, what, what's positive? Well, fucking, I don't know what the fuck's positive. You got a favorite sports team that's doing good. Your spouse is doing good. Family's doing good. You're in shape. You're getting in shape. You shined your shit. You fucking work's going good. Even though everybody might say it's not. Hey, you're getting paid to fucking be a cop. Not a bad day, right? And so just things like that. Like, you know, our friends as patrolmen, like they don't mean to bring us down, but they're obviously in that cycle. So here's why I need you as Sheepdog Nation to stop that cycle is because if we can come together and really focus on paying attention to our mindsets, you know, as leaders, okay, I'm asking you to come together as leaders in, you know, as leaders in law enforcement and Sheepdog Nation, let's start flipping it right? So you have the power to flip your mindset. And is when you start flipping it, what you're going to notice is the people that are open to it, they're going to gravitate towards you. And if you stay and remain positive, they're going to want to hang out with you. And then at some point you'll be able to have this conversation with them. 
or you can just give them this fucking podcast, but you can have this conversation with them and you'll be able to tell them like, Hey, fucking I'm, I'm not willing to go down that negative mindset. Why? Well, here's why you guys, because then you gain a bunch of fucking weight. All right. You get negative because you're pissed off because you're not going to work out. And you, you know, you're so stressed out, you know, you're all pissed off and stress, you know, anger equals stress. And when you're stressed out, you can't fucking think and you don't want to go work out because you're just smoked by the end of the day, right? You're wicked smoke. So you get, you get fat, you go eat through McDonald's and you eat fucking chicken nuggets every day of the week. And, you know, and then, you know, you, your uniform's not getting pressed. You're not shining your shit. You know, your work's getting sloppy. You start just having a fucking, I don't care attitude. Just don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. Fuck them. What are they going to do to me? I got five years left. I just got to slide on through. And it's like, you got five years left, man. Like you could die tomorrow, right? But but let's really, let's live every single day to the fullest. And I just don't want to see you or any more officers slip into this negative like mindset. And, And we as Sheepdog Nation, we have the power to change it because one, we are aware of it. Right now you're aware of it. And two, I've given you tools to be able to flip it. So I hope that this meant something to you. If you make it all the way to the end, as always, you're a motherfucking rock star, but I want to know if you make it all the way to the end. So please either DM me on Instagram at the lady sheepdog or come and comment underneath my post. Let me know you made it all the way to the end. I want to hear about it. Um, and share this out. If you, if this was good, if this is somebody who could, uh, you know that could uh, listen to this, share this out. Um, if you know a female who is either in law enforcement or wants to be, get her into the Lady Sheepdog Club, formerly the Academy. Now it's the club. I'll tell you later why on my Instagram. Um, and uh, the, the link's going to be right below. She gets in free for seven days. so it's free, And then it's 27 bucks a month after that. So it's super cheap. And it's affordable, but it's the first program of its kind in our country that I've come across for female police officers. So it's really cool. I love it. We've got about 20 girls in there and they're fucking killing it and they're awesome. And I actually just released um, Lady Sheepdog custom shirts, which is really cool. So here's the thing. If you've made it all the way to here, I want to know, would you be interested in a custom, you know, sheepdog nation shirt for us if you would let me know if not no worries but i'm I'm thinking if i get enough people interested i'm gonna make a custom shirt i'll open up the store for a brief period of time but then i'm gonna close it that way fucking only people who are paying attention are gonna get to get them and they're they're exclusive so not everybody can have one so it's kind of cool all right thank you again for being here and listening and i will see you next time next episode on sheepdog nation